guys ready for this? This is Banging on the Drum. Welcome to episode 16 of Banging on the Drum. In this episode, we are going to be doing the rundown here real quick. So we're going to check up on our New Year's resolutions, overs and unders, spicy meatballs, Wisconsin minutes. Then we're going to roll into most forgettable sports teams in the uh, in North America. Um, then Pretty forgettable. There, there we're going to have, what's this? You couldn't remember. Yeah, I know. It was the most forgettable uh, draft that we're ever going to have probably as well. I missed something though. We're going to be picking our favorites. So we're picking a favorite team in pretty much every sport. If we forget something, let us know if you want us to pick a favorite athlete. And we are going to talk about them for once. We'll say one minute, at least once a month. So. Maybe not every episode, but we'll <laughs> touch it. So, Riley, we're, we're going to go on unconventional. We're fast and loose today. So, Riley got us into watching uh, Tottenham this weekend. What yes, what do you, you think of the old Tots? That was my favorite part. We get to call them the Tots. What I think on the game? Yeah. It was a good game. It was a we beat a very bad team, but we handled it like we should have. Were you impressed? Down. What was that? Were you impressed that Mike and I were actually watching it? Yeah, that's. I was gonna say that's like kind of the more impressive thing that you guys even. I because Patrick uh, texted me at maybe six in the morning, and I responded right away. He's like, "Why are you up?" And I'm like, "Oh, I'm going to watch the game." He's like, "Okay," and then he ended up watching it, and I saw Mike. Started, I don't know when he started, but was watching it at one point or most of the game. So I was, so that I was the impressive I, part. I was paying attention. I was not watching. I was, yeah, fair enough. Somebody else had like your phone up, had your yeah. phone up, kind of. Yeah, no. Yep. I'm just impressed as a podcast that we're all up before uh, 7.30 on Saturdays. That was. No, that, that won't ever, that'll rarely happen though. Like that's a. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you guys call me for, a good day. And for me, if I get up after 7.30, I'm like, what the fuck is going on with my life today? <laughs> so, right. Yeah, if I yeah. sleep till 8. And so I think we maybe slept till 8.30 on Sunday. And that was, that's something Ooh. that doesn't happen too much anymore. Even, even if we go out and have a good time, the dogs don't really? want that. That one doesn't fly anymore. See, I guess I get lucky though. Our dog sleeps as late as we do. So if we, I don't sleep in past like eight, but Paige could push it till 10, 10 30, and Donnie just stays in there with her. So I can, I have That's the whole good. house to myself. Oh, yeah. Hey, your dogs definitely take on like your personality. Oh, yeah. So, like I said, we're starting this with New Year's resolutions checkup. I'm actually very proud. We're doing it. We've done it every month so far. So we're three for three. Is that what this is going to be? Well, no, we did January, February. We're two for two. Two for two. 50 followers on Twitter before the end of the year. What are we at, yep. Mike? Uh, one, 160? Yeah. We're at 160? 
I'll look real quick. That's what I got. I think we're good with it. If you really want to see the most impressive thing with the Twitter followers, you just got to go follow. You got to look at Mike's. <laughs> Mike, Mike went from like 10 followers <laughs> to like 1,500. Yeah, So, but I cheated. So like uh, they run all these stupid like <laughs> – they run all these trains on followers, right? So <laughs> Mike's into running trains these days. <laughs> yeah, I'm all about those trains. I let them run those trains. No big deal. Um, no, but so they run all these things. And so they had like an NFL one. I started doing that. And then I saw like a hockey and a basketball one and a baseball one. So I was like, well, fuck it. I'll just follow all these. Run trains. all these trains. But yeah, I got on all the trains. So all the sports ones I could, I got in on. And like I had a goal that like I was gonna hit a thousand. Once I hit a thousand, I won't engage in those that type of like a thing anymore where I'm like actively like, oh, I file back, file back stuff. But I did that to get the work. No, I just like it. Like it's it's such a weird concept to me that people want. I, I mean, I get it with like our banging on the drum and like you're doing it to kind of press out our banging on the drum. So I get yeah. like where you're coming from. But like people just love having followers. And it's just such like a weird concept to me. Like, do they, do they think when they walk in the street, you know, like they would actually like follow them down the road? Like that's how they talk about it on Twitter. It's like, yeah, got 1,500 followers today. Like, yeah. So I do feel like it, like it definitely gives you like, oh, awesome. I got like, like I think one day I hit like 40 or 50 all in like, like an hour span and I was like, holy shit. Like that, like, and you get like some type of dopamine response from that, right? I was gonna because, say dopamine was probably shooting out your ears and nose at that point. Yeah, because uh like you're getting a response to something like that you're trying to do and you're like getting positive feedback. And yeah. so I get where people get caught up in that shit for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I mean I I, I definitely like Riley's like when he hits on Twitter, I'm like, holy shit. <laughs> like, like the once, a, once a, like three weeks, like we get something to hit. Like that's just like <laughs> what I live for is like yeah. opening that app and seeing like 80 likes. You're like, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Got a big fish. It's thrown out the bait. Real it it, it does feel really good too, right? Like they definitely generated those apps so that that's the way it goes so i was a little late so you you tweeted something about like having 1100 followers when you had it was like 1101 yep. and i was this this is where my sickness comes into play and i i realize i have a problem i love watching people fail and, or not fail. You were you were gonna like delete <laughs> wow. it so that it would go on. Were you gonna unfollow? I had a text type to Riley that was like, "Hey, let's unfollow Mike real quick." And then when <laughs> I looked, then when I looked back, uh, you were at like one hundred three already. So like wow. our two were were not gonna be doing it. But then it took me back to like the Super Bowl when <laughs> when Mike was so certain that the the kickoff was going to be returned and sure as shit it was a touchback and i spent the whole first half just 
like smiling and laughing. Like Gabby thought I was like a crazy person. She's like, what are you laughing about? And I'm like, just how wrong Mike was. It's making me so happy. (laughs) Yeah, that's. And then she like asked me like in the third quarter when I'm still smiling. (laughs) That's great. Oh, it was mean. It's mean. No, it, but, uh, but like I was, I was like all about it. I was arguing with you guys about which I love. Didn't hit the air though, so you were good on that front. But I, I love the like, I love like an intellectual debate that like you can't just go look up on the fucking internet and be done with it. Yeah, that's that's probably my favorite thing about working in prisons is like. They'll get into a discussion and like you're like, well, I don't think that would happen. I think it's this. I think you know, and they and they're always like, just go fucking look it up. I'm like, no, I don't want to look it up. I like, I like the argument. I enjoy yeah. like someone else having a good point that I can change my mind to, right? No, and that that's one of the reasons why I reached out to you first about this because I remember that's like how we rolled at work. Like, <clears throat> I remember our first big one nah, maybe not our first big one but the one i remember the most because you failed really hard at it again and it made me super happy was we had it was the bowl season and it was I, the sec one right yeah 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 and I, I, I was telling you i was like no dude like i get what you're saying like because i was saying the sec i'll have to look back at what year this was but i was like the sec is the best this year like bar none like and you're like you're saying bar none like the the Big Ten is like not that far off. Like the I don't even know who was good at the time that this happened. But anyways, the SEC just went went to town. I'm sure Wisconsin was the only one that beat an SEC team. They do a good job at that. They they rep yeah. for us. Uh, so I I think my premise was is that if you take out whoever's the elite level team in the SEC, right? So normally Alabama could have been Florida, could have been LSU, right? You take that one team out and the Big Ten can compete, right? And it, I think that's pretty much every year. So the second place team can face off against like a Michigan or a Ohio State. That game is going to be very, very close. But the first place team never will, right? That, I think that was my basic premise is that if you remove one team from the SEC and it matches up pretty well. Yeah, I so yeah, they they're the one team leagues maybe, but but I mean people will say like okay if you take off the top two teams off the SEC like they're not shit. You take the top two teams out of like pretty much any conference, yeah. they're not shit yeah. either. So whatever. All right, we veered off the path. So then next on the list, I had a hundred listeners to one episode. We got the Chris Jackie one up to one hundred two. But I will say, I don't think that was like in the spirit of our goal. So we did break 100 on one episode of downloads, but I think we got to do it this year. That was that was before. The, okay. So we got it kind of. I'm going to give that like a half a half a X. It gets a slash. Um, three division one or better guests on. We've had great guests on. So we appreciate Bass, Dusty, Mike. I might be forgetting some people, but since the new year, we're not counting any. So we're we're all for three on that one. So I think we need need someone that's like 
I don't know, the division one athlete are better. Or like if we got someone in the media world that is paid to be in the media world, I'm pretty sure everyone we've had on has a day job. So yeah. Um, so all for three. And then I can't remember our other ones, but I can touch my toes, I think, today. But that goes, comes and goes. And I tie my shoes with making less noise. So I'm doing pretty good. Riley, you cooking anything? A little bit. A little bit. See, I don't know if this is cheating. This is like I just get things like I get air fryers and stuff like that. And like, a you know, stuff to cook for me a lot easier other than just, you know, the old stove and oven one. Do you guys count that? I, I don't think that, I mean, I count it, but I don't think that was your goal. I thought your goal was more to like cook. I don't get why that's your goal. Cause I love air fryers and crock pots. Like that's all I do. I guess though, you can make some. I, see, I count crock pots. And so. I, no. Yeah. I'll count those. So yeah, I'm cooking more. I'll count <laughs> okay. it. All right. Riley's crushing it. Uh, so Still my healthy, was- Mike. Yeah, I'm okay. We went we went to Iowa this weekend, and so like I was I ate what I wanted this weekend, and then the wife's birthday is tomorrow, and so I'll eat what I want for the wife's birthday. So March, that's what's up. Yeah. The best people were born in March. No, that's not true, but some good people are. <laughs> so you're not your wife's not a good person, no? No, she is. Let's <laughs> talk about you not being a good person. <laughs> That's that could be that's debatable. All right. So touched on all those. Did I miss any of the the show goals? Uh, Not that I remember. Yeah, I don't think so. Do we want to set any new show goals now that we're only one goal away from being complete? Well, we're kind of one one and a half. One and a half. I'm trying to think of something that like I, I don't overly I'm glad we're over uh, 160 followers to like distribute our stuff, but I don't really like setting a goal for like 500 followers. Cause I like it growing semi-generically, like, like you said, like getting the people we want, like not just following a bunch. So not with that hundred listeners to one episode. No, I think we're, I think we're really one for three. We're doing good in baseball, but we're not we're not doing too great at hitting our free throws. So so I think we're good for now. If you to be fair, we're only a month in. These are yearly goals and we're a month in. And if you guys have a good idea for us, let us know. Email us, banging on the drum at gmail.com. I haven't checked that email in about a month, but I'll I'll go through it here soon enough. Maybe that's what I'll do at the end of the show. Check the emails. So personally, Riley's cooking better. Mike's eating whatever the fuck he wants. No, um, just this weekend. I've been okay. I've been okay. No. But like Valentine's Day was the same boat, right? So got to eat your chocolates. All right. So we're going to roll into overs and unders. And I'm just going to pick Riley to start off the bat. Riley forgot to take notes today or didn't have time to. So Riley's Riley's in the frying pan. Yeah. So we'll, this is a pretty um, pretty tough under. 
I got a mean calf cramp in the middle of the night, like two nights ago, and I'm still limping from it. Like my legs still <laughs> tight from it. It's just like the worst. And oh yeah, that's a pretty bad under. Like, I don't know if you guys have had that, but like, I feel like that's one of the worst pains you could possibly have. Dude, I remember the first time that happened to me. Like, that's how bad that pain is. Like, I was like screaming into the, like, you know, one of those things. It was awful. Oh, yeah. I was yelling for my dad to help me, like, immediately. I was like, I didn't know what happened the first time it happened. Yeah. I remember being young and like, definitely like screaming bloody murder. My parents, like, like are like, there's nothing you can really do, right? Like they can try to stretch it, but put ice on it, or like give you water. But for the most part, you gotta like wiggle your ankle, like you flex your toes in and out, yeah, and like yeah, stretch it out. But like it's still like there's not a shitload you could do. Roll it, kind of Riley. Get, what was that? You gotta roll it. Get one of these. This is the ball. Oh, we have tennis balls for Donnie, so I'll probably use one of those bad boys. That's a good. Oh call. yeah, dude, magic, magic. Well, I'll do that. So a tennis old. ball is gonna a tennis ball is gonna like fold too, a little bit. Maybe not underneath your leg. Like lacrosse balls are fucking oh, fantastic. Chuck yeah, it, chuck it balls made for dogs. <laughs> chuck it, chuck it. Yeah, <laughs> best dog ball on the planet Earth. Oh, that's coming. That's coming in my over. So he teased it. All right, Riley. Unders cramping. My my over. We got a mini waffle maker, and I've had probably like probably double digit waffles in the past like three days. It's like an unhealthy amount to the point where it's like almost every meal I'm whipping that bad boy out and having waffles. It might be an under soon where I just get sick of it, but it's pretty sweet. No, that's an over for sure. It's an over. It's an over until it's an under. But that's that's pretty good. We have a waffle maker. And we never use it, so it's good for you. So yeah, it's one keep, of the, it's one of one of those things. I feel like I'll use like five for like two weeks, three weeks, and then just never use it again. So I'm gonna get my use out of it. Not a boy. I thought you said your overs and unders were boring this week. Those were great. Fair enough. I'm glad you guys like those. <laughs> yeah, those are good ones. All right, uh, Mike. How many dogs died this week? No, no dog deaths. No dog deaths. I don't have to bring anybody down. I think those those could be unders for the whole fucking year. Honestly, yeah. those two weeks. Honestly, I had a pretty damn good week. I don't know if I have much for much for unders. I'm sure there was something shitty that happened, but for the most part. Uh, so here's my honor. It's really fucking inconsequential. So I took two phones to, um, so we we went on vacation to Iowa, right, for the weekend. Took a weekend trip to, to Iowa. So I shouldn't say vacation, but a weekend trip. I take two phones down there. So that, because I know. What's the song? You took two yeah, phones. One for the holidays. What's the same thing? There's there's a couple different things. There's one for the plug and one for the hose is kind of the main one. All right. Riley's keeping us young. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so I knew that like I'd probably be like sitting around like at like a play place or a fucking jump house or a gym or something and just like putzing on my phone. 
and my phone's batteries are shit. So I bring these two phones because I know one's going to take a shit, and then I'll just be able to pull the other one out and be on fucking Twitter or do whatever. It doesn't have, like, I can't, like, tax people or whatever on it, but I'd have access to the internet. Well, my son loses that shit. First day we're down there, like, takes it out and tucks it under, like, some mattress or something. And, like, I can't fucking find it. I'm looking all over for it. Can't find it. So my phone dies at, like, noon. And then I'm just sitting there waiting for it to fucking recharge. Because I don't, I try not to use them when they're recharging. Because then the fucking charger fucks up. And so that was my under, pretty, pretty boring under, right? So, like, that's not even bad. I still had the phone. The majority Did you find the one that you lost? Yeah. Yeah. Why do you so why do you have two phones? <laughs> you act like yeah, you were acting like that was a normal thing. To have That's two kind phones? of the thing we want to yeah, you gotta touch on that. So I so I got we bought a new phone like I shouldn't say so I shouldn't say I bought. So my my mother in law had a phone she wasn't using iPhone eight or something like that. Oh okay. and I have like a six, right? So like it's not like I I don't have new phones or whatever, old shitty stuff. And so I get the, I think it's eight. This is a seven or eight. So older one, I get it. And then it starts like not having any reception. Like it won't mm-hmm. ever have reception. And it was like, not that it was like zero bars, but it was like actively not have reception. Right. It would say like, I don't know what, the, what exactly it would that- say when it was connected. So then I had to take that one back or I had to like, go get my old one back so now i'm back on my six like none of my apps work because they're all outdated and shit <laughs> and like the wife's like why don't you just buy it? like we'll just go get a new phone i'm like nah can't do it now i already tried that that was fuck things are shit so You're so now i have this old son one. of a bitch just go get like a <laughs> yeah i, I, say, I don't even know like what i have problem. they give you one for like a pet like what carrier do you have <laughs> i don't know u.s cellular maybe yeah, I'm pretty sure, you, like, once your contract's up, you can go and get, like, a penny, and they'll give you, like, a new eight, at least. There's, like, we're on, yeah. like, 13 or 14, guys. I'm aware. And oh. so, like, I like <laughs> I just use what I got and deal with it. Fair enough, huh? fair enough. I think this is a eight or a ten. I keep the even number ones. No, but it reminded me, so the, the carrier thing. So Mike and I used to work at military gym. They were mobbing and demobbing people out there all the time. And on Fort McCoy, like certain carriers just don't pick up at all. Like I think U.S. Cellular, maybe Verizon are like the only two carriers. And so if someone was like stressing out and needed to like make a phone call, you can see, I mean, it didn't happen that much, but like, I'd be like, dude, you can just use my phone. Like, I don't give a shit. Like, and the guy used my phone and he gave it back to me. And he said, Hey man, what do you have for a carrier? And I was like, I just keep it in my pocket. <laughs> <laughs> I was dead serious though. Like he, th- he thought I was like the funniest guy in the world. <laughs> but, <laughs> oh, uh, that's good. Yeah, that's good. That did that actually happen? No, hundred like, percent. And the guy thought I was funny, and I was like more embarrassed. Just once I like straight face. You're like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> once I realized what he's actually asking, 
<laughs> I thought he thought I kept like a little hip thing on there and carried my phone around like my dad does. Yeah. <clears throat> do I got to do my over? Oh, shit. I'm sorry. All right. Uh, so my over is that like we spent the weekend down in Iowa. Like, great little trip. Uh, spent all day Saturday at like a kid's park. Whereas like like just COVID central, right? But like uh like almost like a McDonald's play place on steroids, right? So kids running around fucking having a blast. I got to eat what I wanted this weekend because we were out of town, so I just let it go, which I should probably be doing at least like at probably at least every couple of weeks or once a month minimum. And so it was probably a good time to do that, especially with Kelly's birthday rolling up. So we did that. And then um, Sunday, we spent all morning at like a, a trampoline park. And the kids were fucking loving that stuff. So those things are sweet. Still very wholesome, like I a, guess, right? Yeah. I Mike's went to are, one as like a 20 year old, and there was a dodgeball contest that I went against like, tw- like you know, like probably 12 to 16 year olds and just pelting them and i felt like such a douchebag but like it was so much fun oh yeah and then when they get the ones where you can like dunk it get the hoops Mm -hmm. out there that's sweet Mm -hmm. i do have a fear of doing backflips still though as do i in like in the water i would do them anytime no problem yeah like not in front flips i'll do like i was doing them sunday right i have no fear of doing a front flip but a backflip, I like terrified. Yeah. And that's the thing. So I was even terrified of doing backflips into water, not underwater. Because obviously that's like <laughs> pretty easy, but like flipping into the water. I can do that now. I'm still a little hesitant, but like on a trampoline, I don't think I've ever actually done a backflip. I maybe lied about it when I was like 10. I'm like, no, man. I was a, if you were out here yesterday, I did a backflip on this thing. I promise you. But I won't do one again because that's you know yeah. too scared. No, it was too it was too good. Like I need to quit quit now. All right. Well, my under is apparently that I'm conceited. I don't even let Mike finish his his overs before uh, <laughs> before I start talking. But anyway, so my under was I was just trying to like look up some of that Ukraine news that's coming. That obviously. Ukraine getting invaded by Russia. So I'm looking for that, just trying to get a little update on the situation, what's going on. And then the most like doom and gloom, global warming warning ever popped up. And I was like, God damn, I almost forgot about that. Like, so it's just like awful news in the news. So that was, that was my downer. So I was like, ah, shit, I forgot. No. Mike's kids' kids are gonna live in a a planet that's like a desert world, and they'll like, figure it out. Yeah, yeah. No, I I kind of have faith, but but it was just like shitty. Like I kind of did. That was on like a very far back burner, and then it got like brought up. And I, oh boy, yeah, we got to figure some shit out because now this is gonna distract from getting that problem solved and whatever, whatever. So dominoes are just going to keep falling but but my over i'm gonna have to clip this one uh we took the dog to the park sunday 
there was a farmer's market there and I got the coolest candle I've ever found. So they cut a high life bottle in half and they made a candle out of it. So it's pretty sick. And then along with going to the dog park and what I was telling Riley to use to roll his calf out, I found a dog toy that got my stamp of approval for a tough toy. And it's a chuck it ball thing is indestructible. And my dog loves the shit out of it. It's been, it's been bringing our household a lot of joy. So, so yeah, pretty good week other than country being invaded. (laughs) All right. From there, we will lead to spicy meatballs. I was eating whatever I wanted this weekend. My spicy meatball is that oatmeal raisin cookies are extremely comparable to like, they're as good as chocolate chip cookies, right? So they're all the same and oatmeal raisin cookies are right fucking up there. Like, I'm not going to say that it's better, but it's as good as a chocolate chip cookie. No chance. Those yeah, suck. no way. That that was was crazy. That's what I'm saying. Like, just as even good. even what it is, is an oatmeal even for an oatmeal cookie to be good i feel like it needs to be soft so if you even miss on that if it's a hard oatmeal raisin cookie just throw it in the garbage and even the good ones aren't even comparable to like a good chocolate chip cookie see like a good oatmeal raisin cookie there's a real possibility i choose over a chocolate chip cookie, but maybe that's because chocolate chip cookies are more prevalent too, right? So I don't see a whole lot of oatmeal raisin cookies in my life. There's too many. Like, what about monster cookies? Even one is too many. Oatmeal raisin. Oatmeal ra- so you won't even like touch an oatmeal raisin cookie. Like, I won't touch a raisin. Like a raisin. I think my take on cookies is like, if you're not putting M and M's in it, don't put anything in it. Like. <laughs> That, that's about the only extra thing. Well, so chocolate chip. Chocolate chips yeah. and M&M's. That's it. That's that's where I stand. Yeah, so we'll agree to disagree, I guess. But, like, I'm real okay with uh, an oatmeal raisin cookie. I'm not, And like I said, I'm not going to, like, I understand that that's a take that nobody agrees with. I get, I understand, right? Like, People have trust issues over fucking oatmeal raisin cookies, but they're fucking delicious. Oof. Delicious. Thank you. Riley, what you got? See, I don't I don't really have a good one. So if you want to go, I I kind of have a not so spicy meatball. If you guys want to hear that. I just yeah. think maybe we're I gonna think, have to start. So I was thinking this. I forgot to tell you guys before I was thinking this. We got to rate the spicy meatballs on their spiciness out of, we'll, we'll give them jalapenos. So, so like ghost peppers or something? It's a ghost no, pepper? No, no. It, we're just going to pick one, one pepper that we're going to go with, but you get up to five. So I would say Mike's oatmeal raisin cookie was four jalapenos. And I think that, no. Well, we'll call it three and a half jalapenos in my book. So agree to, I mean, you can disagree with. Okay. I got what you're saying. So the love take, I think is a four and a half uh, jalapenos. All right, Riley. Let's see how many jalapenos you get with this one. All right. I had a couple I was juggling, but I think I'm going to stick with this. 
concerts are not worth like almost any like any ticket price to go to a good concert it's just not even worth it because well for me like i don't have the money to pay dish out like two grand to get close to the stage for like a cool concert i have to get the nosebleeds and at that point it's not even worth it like no, I, I agree i i'm never a big even, concert guy every concert i've went to i've had a lot of fun at i will yeah. say but like yeah i've never usually it was like the fort mccoy concert because we like got him for free mm-hmm. and then i think it was alan not alan definitely not alan jackson shit some old country guy in jacksonville it was a blast but it was like 20 dollar ticket no seating it was just a free-for-all you push yourself to the front of the stage if you want to be there i don't want to be there like i just sit back close to the beer listen to him have a good time but yeah i agree like i, I don't see concerts out oh so like who have you seen <laughs> See, that's the thing. Like, I've seen Vanilla Ice at a halftime of a Timberwolves uh, Celtics game. Very cool. That's um, I've driven past, like, Country Fest once or twice, which those are not worth it. Yeah, that, actually, that's a good point. i never been to, like, a good concert. I agree with your take, but I'm not a music guy. I don't give two fucks about music. I really don't. If it... Like, if it hits all right, then I'm like, okay, yeah, I can listen to that. But, like, I don't need music. I don't think, like, I don't listen to the radio when I go to work. I listen to a fucking podcast, right? I'd prefer sports talk radio over, like, music almost all See, the that's, time. That's where, I, that's where I stand, too. Like, if I'm on, a like, a road trip somewhere, I'm putting on a podcast rather than music. Yeah. All right. So the first hypothetical of the day goes to Mike. Kid Rock is playing at the Lacrosse Center. Seen Kid Rock live at the uh, Saints Packers game before the before the opening kickoff Thursday night, at, uh, 2011. Pretty cool. Yeah, I didn't I didn't watch much of it though. Like he was up there, I was like, oh yeah, fucking Kid Rock. Woo. And then I was done. <laughs> nice. Okay. So that how much were the tickets to that thing? So that was like he was playing in the fucking parking lot in fucking Lambo. <laughs> Okay. I was gonna right, so it was the kickoff game. So, like, they had a shitload of stuff going on. He was playing, like, the Packers brought him in to play. Mm-hmm. It might have been somebody else, too, but I remember him being. I'm probably, like, completely wrong with somebody, somebody else. I've been to a few concerts that I thought were good. Like, so I went to a bench sevenfold at the Lacrosse Center. Did they have okay. I went there to see Hollywood. There? Yeah, the Hollywood Undead. They were with them, and so that's why I went. And that was okay. Hollywood Undead wasn't very good, but Event Sevenfold was. Like live, I didn't feel like Hollywood Undead was as good. And then I've been to like four Garth, only two Garth Brooks concerts, but my <laughs> wife has been to like four or five. And so, like, I'll be in the same city with her. She's a fucking. I've heard that. That's one that you need to go see, though. But. So he, so he's wild, right? So he, like, he's, he's, a, it's a very good show. The thing that surprised me most about Garth Brooks is that he will scream at the top of his lungs for three hours straight, and then he'll do another concert immediately after that for another three hours, and then he'll do that for like seven nights in a row and never lose his voice. So I don't, yeah, I don't understand how he does it. Sorry, yeah. Kelly. <laughs> What's that? I said sorry, Kelly. He's lip syncing to you. Yeah, he might be. <laughs> he's a he's a wild human. He's crazy and it, like it's good. And then my first concert ever, I think, was Weird Al at the Toma Fairground. So that's a great, great one, one, though. 
mine was Neil McCoy at Fort McCoy. Wait, is it Neil McCoy? Neil McCoy might have been there. Yeah. I mean, it was when I was little. It was before we worked there. Was he at Fort McCoy or was he in like Westby? No, he's at Fort McCoy. See, I seen him in Westby. Sure. Yeah, I yeah. think those guys make the the tours till yeah. like your Blackhawks will be at Camp Douglas and yeah, Little Texas and yeah, right. Clay Walker. Clay Walker is who I saw in uh, uh, Jacksonville. I loved it. I love Clay Walker though. All right, so my spicy meatball, and this came to me late. I was actually not even going to enter a spicy meat. Wait, we didn't rate how many. How many peppers, how many jalapenos does Riley get? I think so, I'll give Riley like two and a half because I think there's music people out there. And I don't think any of us are that guy. So I think okay. if you're like a music person, that's like a four and a half to say that like concerts aren't worth it. Right. To see someone who's really exceptional live. Right. I, so I think that's pretty spicy, but we're not those guys. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So maybe okay. that's why we do this is because we don't. <laughs> care about music <laughs> like sports right yeah we have no friends <laughs> Fair enough. all right well how many peppers did you give him, mike uh, so i'll give him like four but that's not based on me that's based on things i've heard from people all right, right. i'll give it two and averages out to three so yeah if it's your spicy meatball you don't get to give it a pepper other people have to give it pepper <laughs> All right, I like this. We're coming up with this on the fly. How many how many peppers did you give Mike's? What was his again? Oatmeal cookies. Oatmeal. Oh, that's, be that awful. that's awful. No, I remember. It's probably. A, I don't. So it's a crazy take, right? right? Away, so the crazier there is, yeah. the higher the stuff should be, right? In theory, I think. Yeah, I would say three, three point six five. Yeah, we gotta do math. Not then? quite a three point seven five. It yeah, I, so, I three point six five. I'm gonna give it a four point. <laughs> whatever finishes yours off off the math to average it out. So it, it's a four. So it might be three five. Yeah, there we It'd go. It'd be four point three five. Good thing so, Riley knows. Yep. Good job, Riley. I'm totally. I hope it's right. <laughs> No, you're crushing it. All right, so my spicy meatball came from when I was looking up stats for the Badgers because my big thing come tournament time is free throw percentage. And then I wanted to recheck because I was like, we are not shooting that good from the line. So I was like looking where it was, and I was like, how are we shooting from three-point? Then I found the team that I'm going to take to the Elite Eight, South Dakota State. The Jackrabbits are going to the Elite Eight put that stamp of approval on it right now. That's my spicy meatball. The best three-point shooting team in the country. I found them. I found them early. And I just wanted to say it before I hear all the analysts. Have you guys heard anybody say anything about them yet? Right. McAfee had, McAfee had somebody on that mentioned like every yeah. team in the country. And so I was yeah. like, like, how do you like, maybe? Yeah, something like that. And I was and I just thought like, how do you like even track like who's winning the the WCC out in California, you know, or whatever. But the Summit League. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Baylor Sherman's Sherman. 
Baylor Shearman be a household name before the end of the tournament. Is, is he the next Steph Curry? I don't know if he's quite there, but I got his stuff up. So he shoots 46.8 from three, 80% from the free throw line, and 52 field goal percentage. So, Okay, that's very good. I like yeah. it already. How big is he? he oh, six, I, he's six, six six. Holy shit! Yeah, <laughs> this guy might be the next Steph Curry. He might be like the evolution of what Steph Curry is. Yeah, no, this guy is going to be a first round pick after the tournament. He, he might be a first round pick now. It could be <laughs> right. So, like, uh, John Morant was like that, right? Yeah. No, I remember watching John Morant just rip apart Marquette. That that's always my favorite thing of like the opening weekend of the tournament. Like you, you just run into a team like Murray. It was Murray State, right? Yeah. yeah. And they're like, "Yeah, Murray State hasn't missed a shot all year." And you're like, "How are they the 12 seed against Marquette? They haven't missed a shot all year." Stuff blows yeah. my mind. I think that's going to be that South Dakota State. I was looking at some bracketology. They're a 12 seed, of course. Pray that Wisconsin or Marquette doesn't run into the Jackrabbits early. What what do we got Wisconsin sitting at? She was. So we're going to the Wisconsin. Wait, no. Give me some peppers. Give me some peppers. So so yours is that the Jackrabbits are going to be an elite 18. That's your spicy meatball. Yeah. Okay. Um, you, gave, you gave some good, like reasons that they will be <laughs> three, and a half. From three and a half peppers it's pretty crazy <laughs> yeah yeah it's pretty crazy i would say i'll go 3.25 pretty crazy i that. could <sighs> only okay, half okay. peppers 3.5 i just don't i don't know i'm looking at their schedule quickly they lost to some pretty not so oh, they got their teams. ass whooped by some teams yeah like idaho <laughs> <laughs> like nebraska all right so i got three and a half so moving into the wisconsin minute riley you were saying you were looking at some bracketology give us give us where wisconsin and marquette are sitting in the bracketology right now just off the top of your head you don't have to look so i think wisconsin is at a two seed which is probably their ceiling to be honest i think if they win the big 10 tournament even they'll still be a two seed I want to say Marquette's maybe like a seven. No, maybe a 10. I, I That one I don't remember. I'm going to guess a 10. Both teams, I think, should make the tournament pretty easily. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's a doubt about that. I am going to pull it up just because I want to. Marquette, uh, seventh seed on ESPN, playing Michigan. But, I mean, different. That one was updated three or four days ago. So Okay. So, yeah, both teams are safely in the tournament. No one's sitting at that four seed yet. So, so Wisconsin's got Purdue and then Nebraska. Yes, we'll just say I'm right. Fair enough. You should get a win in those last two games. So, well, no, fall I mean, so back. Purdue is like should get a win against Purdue is pretty like that's a wild No, take. Nebraska. Yeah, is, you should get one at least. Yeah, right? that's what I said. One should get one win going on. So anyways, we'll start this Wisconsin Minute out. We're going to start with the Badgers because uh, we're already talking about them. Wednesday, February 23rd, played the Gophers, beat them 68 to 67. I got a new way of doing this, so maybe this will make it more efficient. 
for the bad news, I have a little too close of a game uh, playing a team in subpar as Minnesota. Granted, they were playing in Minnesota. Hit a Minnesota hit a, a big three late to make it a one point game instead of a four point game. That didn't matter. I uh, need to shoot a little bit better from the free throw line. This is going to be a common theme in my notes today. It's my my old man take. Didn't shoot too well from the line, and Chucky Hepburn was like the main reason to pull that percentage down. Uh, he went one from five from the line, and I don't think you can have that out of your point guard. Uh, good news, we still won. Johnny Davis didn't even score over 15 points. Granted, he was all over the floor in other aspects of the game. Stephen Kroll stepped up, gave the Badgers 20 points. So when we had Mike on the show, Mike Rutz, he was basically saying one of our big guys is going to step, have to step up and start playing. So that was a good sign that uh, Kroll played a dang good game. We absolutely crushed Minnesota on the boards, 38 to 19. Uh, my best job winner goes out to Stephen Kroll. And now this is this is the new thing. Give, give the man a BJ. Give that man a BJ. <laughs> give that man a BJ. All right. So on my on my finger count to three. Give that, give man, that man, a man a BJ. <laughs> that was fucking terrible. <laughs> I love it though. Uh, so, yeah, I think the, the Badgers game was it never felt like it was going to get away from us. No, not, not I, yeah, I agree with you completely. Like they, they felt like they had Minnesota handled in, they call it the barn, right? Yep. Yeah. So I don't know. It, it was a good sign. Like I said, Johnny Davis didn't have over 15. He was all over the stat sheet and like other departments, but it's nice to see when he's not doing something that someone. Well, and he followed out in that game, right? Yeah. Johnny Davis followed out. So. Makes sense that Crow would have to step up. Yeah, I mean, even if it's only a couple minutes left, those are the minutes that Johnny Davis usually dominates. Yeah, yeah. Usually so turns last... it on is our closer. So, right. Then on Saturday, February twenty sixth, Wisconsin took on Rutgers in New Jersey and won sixty six to sixty one. Um, I don't have too much bad stuff to say about this game. I'm jealous of how many alley-oops Rutgers tries to throw. Do you guys see that shit? They're just, like, chucking up alley-oops, like, anytime. They wear a lot of headbands, too. They're cool. Like, they all wear headbands, and they like to throw alley-oops. Me of the Jackie Moon (laughs) semi-pro. I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, but they just – I did not notice that when I was – but I only watched the – like the first half, and they were up eight, and then we fucking went, did something that evening. And so, like, I was tracking it on my phone after that. Yeah, they were up 33 to 24 at halftime. <clears throat> Geo Baker for a second for Rutgers looked like he was going to be able to take over the game. Well, not maybe not take over the game, but kind of take the game over and keep Rutgers in it. Um, so that's my bads. Uh, good, good all around game, team effort for the Badgers. Anytime Rutgers did make a push when Geo Baker was just shooting lights out, it seemed like Wisconsin came back with an answer. Uh, great win in a place that's not easy to win. Uh, so this makes me feel really, really good about the Badgers going into the tournament because they were letting Rutgers 
just maul Johnny Davis. And in the tournament, traditionally, that's not the way things go, right? They call it way tighter in the tournament due to being Pac-12 or SEC or ACC officials. It's not Big Ten basketball. All the contact that he was getting, he's not going to see in the tournament unless, you know, you run into another Big Ten team that really just tries to, like, stifle him like that. If you're going to let him get open shots, he still puts up numbers even when they're putting contact on him all the time. And so if he doesn't get that contact, I feel like he's going to be really dominant in games. And I think that's a good positive sign for the Badgers in the tournament. Yeah, the the first like five to eight minutes of this game, I didn't even think they were going to call fouls. I was like, is there even going to be like refs in this game? Like people were just getting mugged out there. I do want to see how many points he put up. So, yeah, he puts up 19 points. Like Mike said, he was getting mugged pretty good there. Brad Davidson, like Mike tweeted, was looking like Steph Curry out there. And he had a hell of a game, like, just answering back, like, anything. That, that, that was one of the things that was in my goods, was, like, anytime Rutgers, like, thought they had something going, it seemed like mostly Davidson was hitting a big three. But, I mean, even Crow, I think, stepped up, hit a three. So, basically kept them at bay, like, pretty easy. I, I, I didn't worry too much in this game. I was like, oh, damn, they kind of kicked the shit out of Rutgers in – from my vantage point, I guess. Yeah, but Rutgers anyway, came back in the second half for sure because it was tied up at one point. But yeah, they I got mean, some separation at the end. But yeah, Rutgers took the lead 51-50, six, seven minutes left in the game. But but even at that point, it just looked like the Badgers were going to all well. But that, that's, that was the part where Geo Baker just lost his mind and just started hitting everything. So, so that guy was a stud. I forget who their other really good guy is, but they, they got two guys that can score. Uh, Ron Harper Jr., I want to say, is the other guy. Yeah. Um, he didn't have his greatest game. I guess he still had 15 points, five rebounds. But, but yeah, Jill Baker looked, looked good, stepped up when he needed to. Johnny Davis, like Mike was saying earlier, when the game gets late, he tends to tends to put up his points there. But anyways, best job winner is going to go out to Brad Davison, just hitting monster threes and big spots for us, shutting up that crowd, giving the crowd salute. Give that man, that a, man, man a BJ. A BJ. Heck yeah, give him a BJ. <laughs> All right, we're going to roll into Marquette. Butler Bulldogs came in to the Pfizer Forum to play the Marquette Golden Eagles and just got thumped 64 to 56. Uh, my bad kind of let Butler off to a quick start. Second bad is it just seems like Marquette doesn't play good defense. Like I don't have like the greatest eye for like seeing because Marquette plays like so like fluidly and fun that I don't know if their defense is good, bad. I would assume with like the size they have and how many blocks they get and just size and rebounds that they play good defense, but it seems like if a team can score, they're going to score against Marquette. So that's my bad. Good news. Marquette can score in a lot of different ways. 10 different players on the team scored at least two, at least a bucket. With that being said, it seems like they have three guys 
that can carry the team in uh, Kolek, Marcel, and Lewis shot super well from the free throw line. So common theme. Shot 80% from the line. Uh, best job is going to go out to Daryl Marcel for his efficiency. Uh, I didn't take the numbers down, but he shot lights out. Give that Give man a BJ. man a BJ. Daryl Morsell, you're going to BJ this week. So not many games this week, so that will roll into Bucks in 6D seconds. Um, started out well against the Nets, and then we kind of slowed down after halftime. Uh, Kyrie Irving played kind of out of his mind since he's able to play, I think, half the games because um, he's up to this moment not able to play in New York, I think. And, yeah, so we unfortunately lost that game, I think, 126 to 123 in Milwaukee. Uh, that's one of those games you 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 should try to find a way to win. But, I mean, losing to the Nets is – there's no shame in that. They're, they're a pretty good team. Clint, uh, sorry, Bobby Portis had – I think he had 30 points and 12 rebounds against the Nets, which is – uh, pretty good showing or showing us that he can play to the level he was at last year. I think he helped. He was kind of crucial to our playoff and uh, finals run. So it's good to see him back in the groove, it looks like. And currently they are playing against the Hornets at home. They are up 123 to 96. And it looks like quite a few players are, look, are playing well. Bobby Portis has 20 points, 10 rebounds. Holiday, 21 points, Middleton, 19, Giannis, 26, and 16. So it looks like we're playing a little better this game uh, against the Hornets. But, Patrick, do you have anything to add to that before I look? So, forward? yeah, I missed a little bit of it. but So my bad was they lost, Durant didn't play. Irving just lit him up. But my goods were Kyrie had to have just an absolute crazy game. But like you were saying with Portis, I, I would even take that like one more notch up. Is like it doesn't seem like Portis is like back to playing where he was at. It seems like he's took his game to a new level. Like so, I'm I'm locking back into the Bucks. Sorry, next year when we do this, I'm gonna be fully in. But watching these Bucks when they were playing the Sixers and now when they're playing the Nets, Portis looks like a different dude to me than from the the playoff run. Like he looks like 10 times better because who knows what we're going to, what Brooke Lopez is going to do when he gets back. He's is broken back that he had surgery on. So I don't think you can really count on him being that guy, but with the way that Portis is stepping up and the way he plays now, it doesn't look like we're going to need like a fully healthy Brooke Lopez. Like this team's still going to be tough, tough to take a series from. How is Ibaka going to fit in there? With the Serge Ibaka, like I think, I think what people remember is like when we played Toronto and Toronto and Kawhi Leonard um, ripped us apart. Like about Serge Ibaka was like a big part of that. I don't think he's that guy anymore, but I do think he's that guy. Like if someone needs a rest and you need to lock down one player, like just put Serge Ibaka on. I mean, you got that covered. So you get a guy rest, and hopefully the guy he's playing doesn't score that many points. Because from what I've seen, it's it's still, I mean, 
what he's, he's had two games with us, so he's still trying to find find his footing in this one. But. So I think that in a series, I think uh, Budenholzer is an elite level coach. I think that he plays or he like strategizes how to beat teams with that have like a real superstar. So we ran into Durant. I think he knew Durant had to be like gassed at, in game seven for us in order to like take that series. And I think that he knew that you had to let Trey young try to score 50 points a game to beat us. Like you take out everybody else and you make Trey young just work his ass off in the first two games. He might get you, but after that, like his legs are gone and he just can't have four consecutive games where he's going to score, you know, 40 to 50 points. Like, humans have a hard time doing that right yeah i get these guys are super yeah but it definitely wears on them like to a point where i think like my simple mind doesn't quite grasp it but but just the two games that we've seen since the all-star break we had Embiid go off on us and we had irving go off on us now like riley said we're playing the hornets and just beating them like they stole something from us don't got the stats on that one up, but but yeah, it's pretty like heroic efforts, I guess. Not heroic, Herculean, Herculean efforts from go. these guys uh, to put the bucks down. So, so yeah, like Mike was saying, if a guy does that four times, good good for them. <laughs> and to be fair, yeah, Durant yeah. almost did, right? So Durant yeah, got. I mean, damn his toe wasn't on the line. But so I think that that's a that's a piece of being tired, right? So like when you're tired, you don't think as well. You don't like get to your spots as well. You stepped on that line because of everything that happened in the series before, right? So Durant is a super intelligent basketball player that does all the right things. He made a mistake of that, right? Because he can make that shot from three feet outside the line. He can, it's, it's doable. We've watched him do it. Right. Give that to Budenholzer. I like it. And so he knew Durant's foot, his toe was going to be a little bit. So that's, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying he knew he had to have that guy tired. Yeah. I get Durant needed to make a mistake. That's a really minor mistake to make. Right. It's really minor. Like just toes barely on. Nonetheless, it's a mistake. And I think he did the same thing to Chris Paul. Right. So Chris Paul came out and had like 35 or 40 in game one of the finals. And then after that, he was pretty like average. He's an older player. Like you try to do that night in and night out. It's going to be hard to do. I can't. The, how'd that series go again? That went, did we go down? We were, we were down, down two to well. Yeah. And then one out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Bucks yeah. and six. Bucks and, um, and six. I think the next two weeks is going to really show us who we are. We play some really tough, teams coming up i'll even go beyond this next week uh we have the heat who are you know the good good team we have the bulls the suns two great teams the thunder who we should beat hawks who we should beat, and then we have the warriors and jazz so we have some tough uh tough competition coming up but i think this will really show us who are what our team is capable of because that's those are some tough teams back to back to back and for you auto market fans, 
we got some TV time coming up, so I'm going to be locked Ooh, in. Be there. All right, Riley, if you had to give a BJ out for the Nets-Bucks game, who are you giving the BJ to? I'll say with the Buck, Bobby Portis. He's He's been playing really well, keeping us in those types of games to even give us a chance in the long run. All right, we'll stay biased because the obvious BJ was Kyrie, but but yeah. if the yeah. best job is going out to Bobby Portis. Give that, that man a BJ. So now we are going to roll into our new favorite teams slash people to follow. So people to follow is like a NASCAR driver, golfer, tennis player, along those lines. So not people to follow like Mike on Twitter, but so <laughs> follows everybody. Then. With this segment kicking off, we're going to have Mike lead the way and Mike's going to rank his favorite kids from one to three. For <laughs> you guys. Well, that is, that is a uh, day dependent, right? So um, it depends on which kids pissing me off that day. So then they fall back to the end, but they're all great kids. Believe me, no all ranking. Right. They're all they're all awesome. They're all one in Mike's heart. Yeah. All right. So we didn't have too much conversation about this. We had a a little bit of an idea. I think we got our soccer team already figured out. Where where? So we're going to start with the NHL. Where are we going with the NHL? Are we so? Hold on. So are we going to just like fall in line and be like a one team podcast, or are we going to like split? No, we're we're going to have votes. So. You pick a team, give your argument, and yes, we are going to be one one team. If you want to have your own team, I guess, so maybe you can split. I don't want that, though. I don't want to pay attention to more than one hockey team. <laughs> okay, so I like the idea of us all being on the same page with a uh, with all our people, right? I like that idea, that like we are just straight homers for whoever we're homers for, right? Yeah. And so like Wisconsin sports, if they play sports in Wisconsin, we love them. Doesn't matter, you know, good, bad, ugly, right? So I like that we're all staying. staying all right. Ready. So for hockey teams, I'm going to be typing them, so I'll keep track. All um, right. So I'll go. I'll go with the hockey team that I've decided. Like, if we're gonna, I'm gonna. This is. I'm putting it out for me. I want us to be a St. Louis Blues podcast. Uh, and the reason I want us to be a St. Louis Blues podcast is they have a fantastic mascot, right? So, or like logo, uh, team name, because like St. Louis and the Blues kind of goes together, like that kind of thing. I think that that matches up well. And then I'm a like, so I lived on the other side of that state, Kansas City. So, all right. So, I'm, I like it. Riley, you got a team? Yeah, I'll throw Dallas Stars in this one. One of the very few Texas teams I will root for. They have two Badgers on the team, one who was an all-star. Let me look up his name. Joe Pavelski from Glover. Yeah, uh, right. yeah. Definitely from oh, and he's a Wisconsin kid. He's not a Canadian? Yep. He's yep. a Wisconsin Glover, kid. Wisconsin. Okay. Yep. So, um, kid. He's probably older that, than me. Yeah, he's pretty old. I think he's 30s. But anyways, two Badgers. And honestly, that's the only NHL game i've seen was the uh dallas stars and chicago blackhawks but i prefer the stars over them all right so i need a uh i need like one other thing i need you to pull up records for both of these teams whoever yeah. can 
I got gotcha. I got the third horse in the race. I know where I'm leaning already. So mine is the Nashville Predators and solely, well, maybe not solely. So I love the city of Nashville. It's not that hard to ever get to Nashville. So if like you really did want to see a game, usually there's some pretty cheap tickets in Nashville, like Vegas type thing. And then the Admirals in Milwaukee yeah. are the feeder for the Nashville Predators. Yeah. And when I lived in Milwaukee, I went to probably five Admirals games, and they're pretty fun. So for records. So St. Louis is 32 and 14. They have 70 points, whatever that means. Again, I'm not a professional. It's probably NHL. just like soccer. Break it down for us, Riley. Come on. I, I, I don't know how many points they get per win. I think that's how that okay. goes. And but they look to be a threat going forward. Dallas is three. Dallas is the, the Blues are a threat. Blues are a legitimate threat for okay. the title. Dallas, I I know this off my buddy who's a good friend. They're kind of a fringe playoff team. They're twenty nine and twenty. Should get in the playoffs, but I I don't know. Um, and then Nashville. Do you have Nashville, Pat? I should so they, oh, they are, are 30 and 19, 30, 64 yeah, they're, points look yeah, like they're, they're in the playoffs. Game. Yep, they're so they're all these teams look to be in the same division, which is the Western Division. So St. Right. Louis is second, Nashville is fourth, and Dallas is fifth. Everyone gave their points, they sold it down. I think I'm going to. So, Mike, who are you voting for? Hey, everyone. So so I think we should put this out to Twitter to let us decide. Yeah. I like that. So we'll put it Twitter out to Twitter. Facebook. I like that. All right. So then we are going to swing over. So someone make that tweet a poll sometime I'll, tomorrow. I I'll probably could. You, yeah, just shoot me a text when you post it. And I'll get it out. You don't even have to wait for the episode to get out. So this might be. This might be out before the tweet might be out before this is out. If that makes sense. Okay. So soccer, I'm going to let Riley write the ship on this one. I'm going to pull up MLS teams. Um, we're going with yeah. MLS teams. Interesting. Well, so we're going to do one European league, one MLS. All right. I'll just start with the European. We'll just get this one over. I hope you guys are in line with this. Uh, Tottenham, their team in England. I've I don't know why I've liked them my whole life. It's just one of those teams you've watched. Um, you, I mean I've heard it mentioned on TV. Watched them once and then just kind of kept watching. They had Clint Dempsey, who if you do watch soccer at all, you probably recognize him. He's American, and they're pretty much they're pretty close to the Packers, where you set high standards. And then you kind of fall below it every year. So if you're a Packer fan, you're kind of you kind of know what to expect with this team. So all right, I'm on board. So we got two votes, Tottenham. So three votes, Tottenham. So let's go, Tots. Tots fans. There we go. So put that down. We are for the Tots in Europe. So my what what's PGS P? What's the Paris team? Oh, PSG, so right? yeah, PSG. PSG, 
they are, yeah, just the richest team. Probably not. They're the second richest now, but they're owned by basically Saudi Arabia. <laughs> so, so, yeah. So I watched a Neymar documentary and it made me like them now. But I will go Tots. I will go Tots over them. And the final selling point is that the Packers are playing in their stadium next year. I was like, damn, that's too, too on the nose. I don't even think we knew it before we watched no, the game. This morning it was announced. Sweet. So Tots it is. All right, for MLS. Oh, I have a thing about the Tots, too. I like that they have an actual, like, mascot. The Hotspurs, I like that they have one. Not, they're not just, like, they, like Manchester United. Or the football right. club, FC. Yeah, I don't, like I like that they have the Hotspurs. Like so, a lot of – this is probably useless information most people don't care about. A lot of those teams are made up of teams that weren't like soccer teams. So I think they originally were like what I don't know what sport it was off the top of my head. Maybe cricket. Maybe, I don't know what it was. But they're much like Barcelona, Real Madrid. They have basketball teams, handball teams, all types of teams. And that's how a lot of those teams are started. So, yeah. Fun facts. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. And we're going to bring a soccer expert on. One time, I know Riley's a soccer expert, but we want a soccer expert with an accent to come on. Exactly. Uh, a little more credibility. Yeah. Do you know how many freaking teams are in the MLS? I was trying to count them more, Riley. 30, 30, 31, 32. Way more so than that. Are you sure? I think it, I'm almost positive. It's No, it's like 45. No, that that includes second. So there's 28. Uh, a lot of those include second level teams is my guess. Yep, that's what it is. Cause there's two Orlando City. Yep. Okay. Anyways, so MLS teams, what do you guys got? The only one I know like off the top of my head for sure is Sporting Kansas City. So I'm gonna go with that. Sporting KC. I think that's what they're called, not Kansas City Sporting, but I think it's yep, Sporting here. Kansas. Oh, but I have no, I have no good reason for any of that shit. So, right, other than I live there. Who you got? I got Dallas. I'm. I was choosing between Minnesota and Dallas. I'll choose Dallas because a lot of that team is they're known as like the feeder team to the United States, like national team. So a lot of their young players go on to be the best American players. So, hey, and I get to watch their team. Right. They Dallas, have, I hate, you know, so they have, the they, have they have like two or they have a guy that played at Juventus who played with Ronaldo, who's from this area. So, and a couple other guys that are big in Europe. That's the only reason why I even slightly care about them. And I just forgot about something like the Twitter voting is all so stacked that like Riley's, all of Riley's team's going to win. Riley has like 10 people that vote and that just takes. So Mike, you definitely going to have to get this get, one out. Get these people phone. that don't give two shits about me to get some votes in there. <laughs> yeah. I'm good with whatever too. Cause I think Riley has like five burner accounts. No, um, I just have a couple friends that will always vote. If I retweet something, I think. All right. All right. Maybe a couple burners. Who knows? We're we're gonna move to NASCAR. 
this is how we're going to do NASCAR. So, Mike, you're the so pick a number between 10 and 20. 13. All right. I like it. We're Martin Truex Jr. fans. <laughs> that's the name. Are, you, are you sure that's not just where he finished this weekend? I mean, whatever it was, that's who we are now. So to be fair, <laughs> Martin I, like, Truex, there's no other questions. All right. Fair enough. <laughs> what, what were you going to say, though? So, like, I actually scored fantasy NASCAR at work today. So, like, <laughs> if, like if you would have said, we're going to take, like, the placing, I could have, like, named whoever I wanted. For the most part. So yeah, I like it. I like having a NASCAR driver with Junior in the name. So we can we can call him <laughs> Junior Junior. Because everyone knows who the who Junior is. So what is his actual car name? He uh, finished 13. I think I 19. I think 19. I just Googled and said 19, but yeah, it is 19. So right, right. So number 19. Martin Truex Jr. Let's go. Let's go. He he drives fast and turns left better than most people in the country. <laughs> Number 19. All right, I'm golf. Sorry, people might have opinions on golf. So nope, Mike has no opinions. I got one guy that I like a lot, but another podcast robbed my brain in yeah. loving uh yeah. I was going to say that too, so I'm glad you said that. Yeah. So Brooks Kepka, we can be with Brooks Kepka. Maybe we should be no. as anti Brooks Kepka, who's no. the guy that they fight with, fucking Bryson. No. Yeah, I can't. I can't quite go that far. But so I'll see if there's any Wisconsinites on there. No, this is how we're going to do. Riley, pick someone from five to. 25. Uh, 16. All right. We're Cameron Triangle fans now. (laughs) The guy's name is Cameron Triangle. That's our boy. (laughs) Like his last name is fucking Triangle. Trying. Oh, Tringale. (laughs) Okay. I'm just going to say that's a weird last name. Tringle. Cameron Tringle. He's earned two point zero five million. Tringle. All right. Tennis, tennis rankings. So definitely Serena Williams. But for men's, she's going to be retired though, right? I mean, like we'll still cheer for her. She's got to be just about done. Oh, I already found our uh, our tennis player, Riley. Opelka. R O. Same initials. Yeah. Opelka. Opelka. Riley Opelka. Make sure we uh, tag them all in like a tweet too so people can see who it is. And yeah, they know you. that we're a big fan. I'm sure they care just as much as we do. They know. All right. Am I yeah. missing any sports that we want to be fringe fans on? Wait, did we decide on an MLS team? They We're just going to vote. On Who Twitter. did you pick? Orlando City. Oh, okay. 
just because they're on the East Coast. So if I ever did have, maybe I should pick a team like further west, so I just never have to watch. No, I'll be a, I'll be a sport. Orlando City. I went to a Orlando. Well, I went to Orlando and I went to a brewery, and they were a Orlando City brewery. And honestly, I heard the best story of my life there, but I don't have time to tell that story. And I, I mean, obviously I would air it out, uh, but, but anyways, the brewery was a good time barring the brewery tour. I got told to shut up on a brewery tour. Like I wasn't even like being like loud and obnoxious. Like I wasn't drunk. Like I was just talking to my buddy in there. And the guy said to me, he was like, if you guys are just going to talk during my tour, he's like, you might as well just leave. And yeah. And we, and we just immediately turned around and went back to the tap room. (laughs) We were kind of like, what was up with that guy? (laughs) So now we are leading into the draft of most forgettable teams in the United States. So the preface to this, we're not going to pick MLS teams because I just found out there's about 15 more MLS teams than than I knew existed. So (laughs) those are very forgettable to me. And we're going to do NHL, NFL, NBA. So I think when I was looking to try to find good ones, obviously it's pretty hard with the NFL. But what do you guys want to do? You want to do like top three, top four, top five? Should we maybe pick one from each uh, sport? Just because mine would probably be all all NHL teams because I don't know that sport as well. So pick one from. Mike, would you be ready to roll with that? Yeah, one from each major sport. I think I can get something out. Yeah. All right. And you can pick in whatever order. You so you don't you can't pick obviously you gotta pick one from each, but you don't have to like it's not NHL first round, NBA second round, NFL last round. We're gonna let Riley lead this one off. Mike goes second. I'm gonna go last. I think I think that's how the draft order would go. So Riley. So one one first pick. I'm gonna start with my NHL pick. Just because I think this team even over I think you're gonna NHL steal mine. I yeah, Florida Panthers. I think they're a good team. No, I they're a good team, but like if that I don't know if anybody's seen that logo or even heard of them, but like when I see that logo, I think of like a small D1 or like a D2 college team. Like it just <laughs> it never like really right. Yep. Yeah, it yep, is very exactly. generic, right? Yeah. Yep. FIU like has like the same I, I Maybe they're in the same because because that's I think that's a good pick because for some reason I thought the Panthers were like in Jacksonville area. So I was kind of excited about that. But no, they're like north of Miami. I think they're in Sunset, Florida. FIU's in Miami. Okay. All right. Mike, who you got? All right. I'm going to go with my NFL team, I think, right off the jump. And I'm going to go with the Carolina Panthers. They are just a team. They're just a team that, like, I forget they exist pretty consistently. And, like, it's not that they've been terrible for years and years and years and years. They've had good 
good years, but I just forget that they're like a team. Like if I'm trying to list teams, they'd be one of the last ones I get. Yeah. I was definitely on my NFL board was yeah. them. You didn't take my, my pick though. So I think, so I'll go Houston Texans. I know they've been in the news a lot. I think they're just overshadowed in, in Texas. But like I said, I think NFL is going to be the hardest one to get a pick. I know where Riley's going with his pick since, since we can't, since we can't double up. I'm going to bet money that he's going Jacksonville Jaguars. No, and see, I it's do you want me to go my pick now? No, I'm going to go back. I just want to call my okay. shot. So, I was rude there, but this is the most forgettable team in the draft that's going to be picked right now. The Columbus Blue Jackets. Like I forget that they're like I knew Columbus had a team, but I was like what the fuck's their name again? But yeah, Columbus <laughs> Blue Jackets. I had a buddy who was a big fan of them, so I didn't even know they existed before that. So that's a good call. All right, Mike, it's to you. But yeah, this is going to be so biased and so regional. I, I bet you, I think the people, so I went into a restaurant wearing Milwaukee Brewers stuff, and he's like, I didn't even realize Brewers had fans like down here. So whatever, but. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going to go with my NBA team. And I'm going to go with the New Orleans Pelicans. And now I get that Zion is on that team and they make a little bit of news. But as far as like NBA teams go, like those, those guys, like you never hear about. Who did, oh yeah. Anthony Davis. Like, but yeah. yeah they've had good players too. Yeah. No, I, I think that's a good pick. Um, oh, that, can I change it? I'm still on my pick. Can I change <laughs> no. it? Okay. No, because it's already out there. Yeah. And like the one I would take next isn't a good pick anyway. But, you, uh, you'll get to say it at the end. Yeah, say it at the end. Should we have a You guys might take it at the end. Yeah. All right. Am I up next? I have my two wraparound. Yep. Yeah, you final two. All right. I'll go NBA, Sacramento Kings. No Dang one knows. It. Who that they was are. mine. Ooh, other, yeah. than, other than one of the bad five players and like Jason Williams white chocolate like no one knows who they are <laughs> see but they were so good from like probably like 98 to 2002 they yeah. were like elite. I'm, I'm going with like, like I get like what you're saying younger perspe- perceptor yep. you know yeah big word for me but <laughs> and I think there's another thing like Sacramento like sure it's the capital of California I, th- I think if you pulled the United States, though, that would be a tricky question for some people. But, like, what else is in Sacramento team-wise? That- that's why Columbus was good to me, too. Like, Is it San Jose right there? Uh, probably. Uh, Sacramento's north. I know that. And so is San Jose. Is We're not going to prove to people how dumb we are in geography <laughs> right now. I, I think that's like what the whole podcast is about, is proving to people how dumb we are. Okay. That's true. But, yeah, I think Mike's right that San Jose is pretty close. So, yeah, gotta hide I think it. that would be the only other one. That only has one sports team? Or what are you saying? That uh, that would be close to even the Sacramento. But it's not. No. Like Columbus doesn't have another team for sure. Yeah. 
close wise though. I mean, like Northern California has 49ers shit. So I have to Oakland. No, the so we have, there's four things being picked. So we have NBA, NHL, and yep. okay. I was only thinking three, so I was getting thrown off here. Okay. I still like my picks to this point. Riley, what do you got for your third? You said MLB's also in there? Yeah. Okay. Let me think real. Let me go with Miami Miami Marlins MLB. Yeah, I feel I mean don't even know they're there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I have a buddy who lives down there for college and he's like the Miami Marlins are the most irrelevant like sports team a city could ever have. And I feel like most MLB players I mean, who was a cheater that I think today just parted ways, but was an owner or like ownership group. I feel like even without him, they would be like a nobody. Like, I don't know. I could be wrong. I don't know as much about MLB as you guys, but. Yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think of the last time. So when the Marlins competed, when they, because did they win that world series back in the day? Yeah, they won. They won too. Yeah. Okay. I still think it's a solid pick, just because if you look at their crowd in the stands. But yeah, that's what I want. I go off like half social media <laughs> and half my age stuff. All right, Mike. Who you got for your? I think NHL. Like you could go with like anybody, right? Honestly, but <laughs> I think it's for me. It's the Canucks. Right. And I think Vancouver. it's Vancouver. I think I like I can't even remember for sure where they're at, but, but the Canucks are. Is it yeah, it's Vancouver Canucks. Yeah. So Toronto Maple Leaves. Yeah. So okay. I was staying away from Canadian hockey teams because I just assume they have like a just huge oh, following. I am certain That's what I did. I am certain. I would guess it's well, maybe it's not more on the east side, right? So where's Edmonton at? That's in Quebec. That's the west side. Edmonton's in Alberta. So, like, I think the Edmonton Oilers are probably the most famous uh, Canadian team, uh, right? Because that's or, where Gretzky played. Yeah, or Toronto. Yeah, Toronto too. Like I could see like Winnipeg Jets. Because oh sorry, damn it. <laughs> no, it's your pick. If you want to take uh, no, the Jets, no, I already took a hockey team. Okay. Um, You're, the blue jackets is like yeah. <laughs> that's good one. <laughs> yeah, no, I, that was like the number one. Well, it's kind of like counterintuitive to this draft, but that was the number one that came to me. I forgot to make my little list of MLB teams. So I have a football team. I need a basketball team. So I'm going to go with the Charlotte Hornets. I was debating the Hornets. That's yeah. a good pick, I think. That That's what I thought you were going to say when you said Pelicans. Oh, when I said I was going to want to go back? That yeah, one. you want to pick a different one? That's not the one. But he already took his too, right? So mine would have been the Memphis Grizzlies. I think like. They are like as irrelevant as it gets to, but yeah. they got John Moran now, so it's yeah. it might change. And the Hornets got ball. Yeah. So now MLB, that was that was bad foresight on my 
dang it. Now I need to think. Um, I'm going to go with the Baltimore Orioles. All right. I'm down to my MLB team as well. And I'm going to go with the Seattle Mariners. See, I, I, think like that. that's a, I think that's a bad pick. I do so, too. So I think you guys think it's a bad pick because we grew up with Griffey. But, like, they have been irrelevant forever. I mean, not real. Uh, but, like, each row kept them alive. Even for like, our area, they have uh, Service, who's from, what, Coon Valley, managing them? Scott Services? Yeah, He's Scott Services. Yeah. I don't know. That might be. I just always have. But that's a good pick. No, even, like. Well, I remember going to no. I, feel I went like, to an MLB game with my girlfriend, who's a White Sox fan. She's like, Seattle has a team. I'm like, yeah. All right, Riley. All you have left is your NFL team. Um, Who'd you take for your MLB team? Miami. Miami. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's good. He almost uh, forgot the Expos. Expos are the for. NFL, I I was gonna go Jacksonville, but I think Urban Meyer kept them so relevant with with the whole. So I have a bias with Jacksonville because I had some buddies that just loved them, like when it was like Fred Taylor, yeah, um, Maurice Jones, true, yeah, Mark Burnett, yeah, they have running backs that kept them alive for a while. I I think I'm gonna go New York Jets. I like that one. Other, See, but that's other in the than biggest like, market in the like in the world for an NFL team. Yeah, but like in terms of NFL, they are they're atrocious. They ran like a, that. They're awful, and that's they're like the worst ran organization. I feel like up there with Jacksonville and some other teams. Yeah, they're I think, awful. I think we I think the from, obvious pick that we've all missed is the Detroit Lions, right? We see them twice a year, and that's yeah. the only reason they're even close to relevant with anyone. Yeah. I think, though, if it wasn't for Mike Greenberg on ESPN, the Jets would just never get talked about on ESPN. Uh, I don't think so. So I think, like, they're so, like, they're so like um, audience-driven, they would talk about the Jets either way. Oh, they're going to be fucking great. They're going to be great. They're, they're just like the Cowboys. Yeah. All I would, the normal fucking. This would have been my spicy meatball on the, on this one. I was thinking about going L.A. Rams right after they so, won the Super Bowl. Wow. So the Chargers might be like. Yeah, I was going to. More in that line, right? But like, I get it. So I have so written I actually down. had that discussion today that like because of the. Packers getting the uh, a London home game, so you stole the home game from Green, the city of Green Bay, right? Like cities like LA, they don't even give a shit. They're what they're probably going to be blacked out in LA in Week Four this this year. You know they're going to play some like the Lions, and they're going to be blacked out because they don't sell tickets out. Yeah, you yeah, know what but, I mean. But so I. I think sending the Packers to Green Bay is kind of a moneymaker because I think if you give the Packers a home game in Tottenham where Riley, all Riley's people are, 
I think it's going to be like easy for them to be like, Hey, London, like we have a competent team that they sent to us. Let's support the Packers. Like all of them. They're the last NFL team to go over there. Yeah. Like I think they, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Yep. And the other thing is, right. You can make that an away game, right? So it could have been, it could have been the lions have a home game in, uh, and that could have been an away game. I get what you're saying. Yeah. And so, like, cities like LA don't need like the tourist revenue the same way like a city like Green Bay does. That's true. I'll give you that. All right. So I'm going to wrap up the draft. I'm going to read Riley's. So Riley for the NHL goes Florida Panthers. For the NBA goes Sacramento Kings. I think that's the second best best pick in the draft. I'll, I'll quit saying what I think. Baseball, Miami Marlins, and then football, New York Jets. Mike goes for the NFL, the Panthers, for the NBA, the Pelicans, for the NHL, the Vancouver Canucks, and for the MLB, the Seattle Mariners, the absolute worst pick in the draft. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Then I went Houston Texans, Columbus Blue Jackets, best pick in the draft, Charlotte Hornets, and then Baltimore Orioles for my MLB team. And then we are going to wrap it up. We have Riley in charge of the hypothetical question. Oh, um, I'm going to ask it, but a, a little less wordy. Yeah. So if you were the commissioner of one sport for one day and could change or fix anything, what league would it be and what would you change? I think I got this one just crushed. I, I kind of want to go last. Too. Yeah, I would you say you sound like you have. I'll go with, I'll go, I'll start. So I think I'll just start out. I think the worst ran league is the MLB for various reasons, lockout, whatever. But I think the MLB needs to allow steroids. Dingers, chicks dig the long ball. Make it more fun. Make it more, you know, explosive. I would allow steroids and I would... I don't know. I don't know if I would shorten up the games to have like a younger audience, like my generation, like it more. But I know my generation just doesn't care about MLB. It's it's like I don't. I'll admit, like I'll watch most Brewer games, but a lot of my like roommates or friends wouldn't watch unless it's the playoffs. Yeah, no, it's, it's a grind of a season. Like I watch for like the first two months, pretty good. And then I mm-hmm. definitely fall off and then pick back up again. Like and when the, the races, when you know where the races are at. Yeah. yeah. But not doing that this year. I'm going to be our number one Brewers correspondent on this show, taking that down. All right. I like it. Bring steroids back to baseball, hit some dingers, maybe shorten the game. I don't like shortening the games, though. That's. I, I, I guess shorten up, shorten up the season, shorten up the season. Yeah, so, I, I never like hundreds. Are you telling me from 162 games is reasonable? I think so, that's where you lose it. That's the the NFL does so well because every game means something. Same with college football; every game means something. But I just think could, MLB those dog days. Yes, they matter, but during the time you don't think this game three of like the Brewers red series is going to mean something 
you know, if, and that's just, you, I could be, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, if, if you could physically play football, I don't think it would be on a baseball level, but like, say if you could play yeah. football, like two to three times a week, they would do that. Like if it was actually reasonable to do, yeah. like they would have a, what would that be like 64 game season? But yeah, maybe it's a little bit too much, but my counter is that like there's baseball fans out there. I feel like baseball has some of the weirdest fans that are just like numbers people. And I think if you start like ruining records and crap like that, like it does kind of ruin it to me. Like some of my favorite records is like Joe DiMaggio's hit streak. I don't know where I was quite going with this, but like there's just so many numbers because of so many games. And I guess it's been changed before. If it gets changed again, I'll probably find a way to deal with it and not really give a shit about it. I didn't like the NFL adding a game this year, but whatever. I'm going to deal with it. I'm going to forget about it in two years. So so I like yeah. it for the most part. Bring steroids back. Uh, that's going to take mine forever. I think that uh, <laughs> most sports – um, NFL included, um, fighting included, uh, anything would be better with steroids, right? And I think that people say, well, you're creating an unfair like advantage for people who are unwilling to do steroids. Well, if you want to play in that sport, be willing to do steroids. Fuck off, right? So like you make sacrifices <laughs> in your life to do things. And this could have like this could have easily been my second best spicy meatball to the Jordan love one. I am all for people using steroids to play professional sports. I think that for the most part, for the most part, steroids are a recovery tool and not like a, like get jacked tool, right? So the reason you get jacked is because you're lifting a shitload of weights and you can recover faster. And so you can lift more weights. Now I'm sure there are side effects, right? And I, have only done a mild amount of research to determine. I what thought those you were going to say like a mild amount of steroids. <laughs> no, no, no steroids for me. So uh, the fact that they're illegal keeps them for the most part out of my system, right? Because I have a wife that is very risk averse on most things that are illegal. And so if I would do them, then she would yell at me and then I don't want to deal with that. Right? <laughs> I mean, that's what it comes down to. Like football would be better on steroids because you would never have like, uh, or you wouldn't have nearly as many like endurance injuries, right? That like guys are just like kind of worn out. Basketball, the same thing. They would be able to play at a higher level, a higher level all the time. Uh, baseball is kind of obvious. Like you just you hit the ball further because you're bigger, stronger, and faster. Hockey, you'd, it'd probably be an even faster. And it's the fastest game in the world. Steroids are good, right? <laughs> I, I honestly believe that. I think that if you use them correctly, there would almost never be dangerous. And I'm probably just uninformed on the dangers of what steroids are. People get concerned that kids would do steroids, be a better parent. <laughs> really? Like if you're concerned that, oh, you know, the superstar athlete does steroids and they're promoting all these steroids. You need to educate your kids on why using steroids at 15 is probably really detrimental to this health, right? Because it's going to fuck with all his testosterone and all that shit. 
but using steroids once you turn 30 or once you turn 25, I don't think it's an issue. So I think that's a fantastic thing. All right. Well, I guess. Mike, Mike you loves steroids. Yeah. I, you can cut that all out. No, <laughs> dude, I'm going to clip that. That's going to be like captivating the, the headline. Oh. <laughs> Mike, Mike loves, loves steroids. I, I will headline. say, I don't know anything about steroids. I think there's probably a reason why it's illegal and it should be illegal. So I'm not, I'm not diving headfirst into that shit with you. So I'm on board for steroids and pro sports. Give them all. You know what Mike would have fixed as well. So what are, what are you going to do, Mike? And what are you going to so fix? I was going to go with, uh, I would put uh, steroids in, in back in the MLB. Cause I actually think that that's the safest one to put it into, but I'll go to something different. Um, and this is something I've said for a long time. If I'm the NBA, I am going to structure my schedule, right? So I don't play random games Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I don't, I don't play random games every night. So on Tuesdays, I play basketball. That's basketball night. People are going to go home and they're going to watch basketball at seven o'clock at night. The, your home team is on and you're going to watch them. Thursday night, same deal. Sunday night, same deal. Or Saturday, whichever one you want to do, right? That gives players a day off in between every game, two games after the weekend game, like your, and like your weekends, you fill them up. And then you just run whatever fits inside the league schedule. Um, so you could take your days like Christmas Day, which is a big basketball day, and continue to play games. I think that that would be fine. And good, right? So you could adjust to those game, to those days each year. Like, all right, so this we're playing. Everybody plays on Christmas Day, or whatever. But I think that you could make a better product out of uh, sports if you put them more structured. Okay. And I think um, so. To some extent, I think like hockey or Major League Baseball could be in the same boat, right? So I don't want to think about when my team plays. Like I know the Packers play on Sunday. Right? I don't have to think about that. Every now and again, I have to say, oh, wait, it's Monday. But it's pretty rare. No, I can get behind that. I like that. I think, at least with MLB, you know, most nights the Brewers are going to be playing. But NBA, it's a crapshoot. It could be, they could be on like a random road trip. They play like three games in four or five days and then have like three or four or five or three or four days off. Yeah. So I, I, I like that. I think it gives a better, I don't know what the word is, better audience for the NBA because you know what to expect when. And like you said, that the NFLs on Sundays is almost like an, it's like an American culture thing. Like yeah. you just expect NFL on Sunday. So I think, yeah, the NBA could definitely do with that. Like it. All right. So Mike's taking over the NBA. Riley's taking over the MLB, and I'm going to take over the NCAA. Specifically, we're going to go with football. I got a couple things I'm going to fix. We're going to pay these players. How we're going to pay these players? So there might be some flaws in this. I don't of know. Course who, that's fine. All these, yes. But I'm not going to have exact numbers. So let's say if you're a university and you want to be a part of the NCAA, make this money with the NCAA. We're going to put a cap on what you're playing your players. So you're going to need to pay. We're going to just 
do big num big round numbers. So we're gonna say you gotta be pay $50 million to be in the NCAA in the sports realm. So for football, we're just gonna go with football for now. So you pay $50 million and then that all goes into a pool. You pay your players out of that. It might be way too much money. I don't know. So what I'm kind of thinking for paying the players is fret you. So the new NIL stuff still in play, but you pay your freshmen, say $250,000. You pay your sophomores, 500,000. You pay your junior, 750,000. You pay your seniors a million dollars. So there's incentive to stay in school. Like if you're a junior and you don't know if you're ready, like you don't have to be like, Oh, I can either go to the NFL and support my family. Well, if you stay for your senior year, you're going to get a million dollars. I hope you can support your family with, with that, with that money. So we fix that. We're paying the players. And then there needs to be a clear path to the playoffs slash championship. The year that made me the sickest was when I think Penn state won the big 10 beat Ohio state before going to the big 10 championship. And then obviously they're on the same side as Ohio state. So I can't remember who they played. I think it was like Iowa. That was a way overrated Iowa team that lucked their way into the big 10 championship. They roll Iowa in the big 10 championship. And then they send Ohio state to the playoffs. You cannot be in the NCAA playoffs unless you win your conference. But <coughs> this being said, I want this, this might be my spiciest meatball one day that I'll come back to it. I want a 16 team uh, college football playoffs and I want the winner from every conference. And then I think that would leave six at large bids. So I guess that would, that would kind of go back on the, you need to win your conference. If you win your conference, you're in. And then six at large teams. The NCAA will still get to be happy by putting their Ohio States, their Alabamas, their whoever they want in. That's going to make money. Their Notre Dames. Notre Dame, you have to pick conference. I'm sorry, guys. That's it. All of the other college football, or uh, all the other bowl games, and just do a. Like I mean, 16. you do the 16 team playoffs like they're doing the four game. Like you take the bowls, like the the uh, old BCS champ. Not maybe not championship bowls. Whatever you got your Rose Bowls, your Combos. You still have the bowls, but they're just going to be in different places. No, or I'm, they're going to be in the playoffs. So even like the Potato Bowl that's in like Boise, Idaho, for like the teams that aren't in that top 16. So I think you could run an NIT with everybody over 500. Oh. No. Like just a different tournament, right? So the NCAA tournament determines the champion. But an NIT tournament, you run another tournament that, like, is just a thing. Nope. I would fire Mike from my uh, commissioning staff. I don't like that. See, I like that. At that point, 16 playoff games, you're begging for more football. And NIT is going to give you more football. No, you're not begging for more. So I forgot to add, we're going to cut out the non-conference game. So you're going to have one non-conference game to warm up. So pick who you want 
in that non-conference game. So we're cutting from the beginning of the schedule to add. I think I've done this before. And if you make it to the championship, I think it maybe is two more games. I think I did it where it's like one more game than it would be right now. So, so 16 is what? Three games to get to it? Eight, four, two. Yeah. Yeah, so it's only three extra games a year. They're yeah. already playing two extra games a year. It, yeah, if you make it that far. No, two easy. Games. Too easy. Just fixed it. Trying to think of something we could have light to wrap it up, but I think what we'll do is we'll wrap it up with that because I can't think of anything. So thank you all for listening. Our, let's say, 35 to 50 listeners an episode. We appreciate you guys. Appreciate the support. We're going to keep kicking it out no matter what happens. I don't know. Thank you guys for listening. Be a friend. Tell a friend. If you enjoy it, tell somebody about it. Maybe we'll get another click or two. We appreciate you guys downloading every week. Makes us feel good on the inside. And don't be afraid to interact with us on social media. Yeah, give us ideas. Yeah. I will argue until I turn blue. So, yeah. You guys (laughs) want to like argue with me about something? I enjoy that immensely. We enjoy watching. All right. So, thank you guys for listening. Love you guys. And then, all you suckers that are doubting the Bucks right now after that two game skid, you guys can eat our shorts. Roll it. Them suckers that doubted the Packers King eat my shows. All them suckers that doubted the Packers King eat my shows. Eat them. All them suckers that doubted the Packers King eat my shows. Eat my shows.